0: Thank God it's Tuesday, mainly because it's not Monday, but also because you can listen to Anna and Marta, your two very good friends from You've Got 5 Options. Join us while we are solving yet
1: another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Today is about relationships and getting back out there. Monica has done some self-improvement work and now she's ready to meet the one. Would you like to find out how to get back there and not to make the same mistakes of the past? Yes, then you definitely should join us. Hello everyone, this is Marta
0: And this is Anna.
1: And we are back
0: with yet another live challenge, guys. I think it's it's good to mention that now we will be releasing podcasts every two weeks.
1: Because we are changing, that's true. We used to have our podcasts released weekly on Tuesdays, but we have decided that we want to expand into different types of activities and therefore we will not be able to release podcasts weekly anymore. Or at least it's not going to be challenge of the week podcast.
0: Yeah, it will be a challenge of two weeks podcast. We, we haven't really agreed on the, the actual name yet, but the thing is that, as you know from our previous podcast, we have actually had a first live event when we had a chance to interact with a humanos, like real people in front of us, and uh, it was a really good event.
1: Yeah, we really enjoyed the um, interaction with people like, you know, live interaction, not just talking to the computer like we do here.
0: Of course, we are talking to you guys. We really do envision you, yet it's difficult when I when I see audacity sometimes. And we cannot get questions from you in a real time, and we could get questions in a real time on our event.
1: The thing is that we definitely want to continue with podcasts, but due to different funny restrictions that we would actually like to quit, like that the day has only 24 hours.
0: Yeah, that's a restriction.
1: Yeah, and that we need to sleep. That's another one. Yeah, and we need to earn money. Yeah, I should think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, if not those restrictions, we would love to continue doing that every week. But uh, Yeah. We want to try different things we want to expand we want to grow you've got five options so yeah that's why we'll be from now and on uh, doing challenge of the week every two weeks my love life was a mess i was going from one crappy relationship to another finally i've had enough and i have decided to take a break from all those wrong boyfriends. i figured that there may be something wrong with me since I involve myself in all those messy relationships. Now I have worked on my issues and I am ready to go out there.
0: How do I do that? Well, some of you who might know me might think that this is my challenge, but I would like to say no, it actually is not my challenge and I think it's actually quite a wonderful challenge to solve And uh, I do have to say that, darling, uh, there are no crappy relationships. There are only good lessons that you can learn from. But I do applaud you for an idea of taking some time off and working on your issues. I think it's really important if you have noticed that indeed you might have had a string of not so happy and successful relationships.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea to stop for a little while and see what's the root cause of uh, going into relationships that you have not enjoyed that much apparently and if you want to change something if you don't want to continue doing the same thing obviously you have to change something in the way you do things yeah a very deep thought wasn't it it
0: was extremely deep Marta and I was just like blown away by its deepness
1: (laughs) oh yeah we're so smart and funny
0: no but it's but guys, this is actually totally true because uh, all those wrong boyfriends you had, they definitely have for sure one thing in common, common and that thing is you, my dear. So I think it was a good idea to indeed try to take some time off and see if you have some issues. But now you understood that you have finally identified them, work on them, and now you are ready to go back there. Back to the business back on the market back to the sea with fishes back to the sea with fishes that actually is a cool one back to the sea with fishes yes and uh, i i was thinking why have you asked us uh, how to get out there because obviously if you had some boyfriends already in the past even if they were urbanis crappy you had some boyfriends so you know how to get a boyfriend so uh, as we have no more information than what you have sent to us i was thinking maybe you just want to ask us what should i do in order how to get out there in order not to repeat the same story maybe
1: yeah and for those of you who don't know what air bunnies are uh, like for example me but i have seen <laughs> what anna was doing air bunnies are quotation marks
0: yeah, yes okay yeah i learned that from my ex-boyfriend see there are no crappy boyfriends there are only lessons and one of my ex-boyfriends taught me urbanis
1: yeah it's, it's actually cool but i'm just thinking in case someone yeah has not known that like me and uh, it might be a useful
0: information but okay darling we have prepared five options for you which we then realized are more a little bit like five steps although you don't have to follow all of it it's just like a good prep like a you know, champion going back on the ring, what he should do, what he should not do, and what are the tactics and strategies to to get out there and be successful. So, darling, your options, or rather steps are Step number one, mental preparation. Step number two, exercise. Exercise your space. Like in exorcisms, you know, not in exercising thing. Marta, how do you pronounce it? Exercise.
1: Super English.
0: Conduct some exorcisms and we will explain it later. Option number three or step number three, change your routines. Step number four, open up. And step number five, relax, let go and have fun. Okay, so dear Monica, as we said, step number one is a mental preparation. And as you have mentioned in your challenge description, you said that you took some time off. And you have decided to work on some issues to see what's in there. You didn't give us much details, so we don't know how much work you have been doing or how much of it is complete, but you are ready to go out there. Yet, I think one of the things that it's really important is to remember, and I think that's actually, Marta, like with everything, like if you have some patterns in your life, that you follow through years and years, even sometimes decades, and then you work on them, a couple of weeks or months, they can still resurface. When you're learning something, you intellectualize something. I mean,
1: first you learn about it and you think, "Hmm, that could be indeed something I would like to live by. Then you intellectualize it. Then you start to kind of absorb it. But the actual process of reprogramming your brain and actually establishing new patterns, that's something that lasts for a while and if you've had several experiences where you are going uh, through the same patterns and you have not had the experience yet with the new pattern that you would like to have that's definitely something
0: we should be mindful because it's quite easy to fall back yeah i think that this is actually the point here because you might it's, it's like practicing something just like in a corner of your room and then you are going outdoors and then you get your final test right so um I would give you an example like for instance I some time ago have identified some of the things I was uh, doing in my relationships or let's say the type of a guy I was going for and I was very much aware of it and I was uh, very sure that I will never do it again and then I went exactly for the same type of a person because somehow you know it's like if you have your type whatever your reasons are you still go for it sometimes even if you told yourself consciously that this is not the right person for me i think
1: that's a very good point sometimes we think that if we have done some inner work and we have identified the issues and we are aware of them that it means that we will never go for the same mistake again but some of those patterns some of those beliefs they are very deeply rooted in us and they could almost work like a instinctive reaction so especially if we imagine this kind of scenario where we go out maybe we've had something to drink maybe uh, we are not fully in control of our new pattern and what we are looking for as a new person it is actually quite easy and it also may be tempting to fall back because suddenly you meet that guy the type that has been attractive for you for a very long time and your radar (laughs) still may be switched on to those guys
0: uh, and yeah it's a potentially easy scenario to fall back exactly so i would recommend you here in this option by mental preparation is to remind yourself about all the lessons you have gathered when you were single, and all the inner work you did. And if you had some valid points or revelations, you should really be mindful about them. I will give you an example. For instance, I had a, an attraction towards men that have some kind of problems. You know, they are either emotionally unavailable or they have some struggles they have to cope with. And I like to—I don't know why—find myself in a position of a person who would love to help that kind of a savior complex and then because of that i was ending up in in relationships when i wanted to help someone i couldn't because inner work always has to be done by that actual person, I cannot save anyone, but I was keep on going into that kind of relationships. I have also lately talked with my uh, colleague, a guy this time, and he said that he has have noticed that his pattern is that he gets ignited very, very fast. And I think one of the things it's because, you know, the promise of sex and stuff, he loses his head for a girl very fast. And then he starts to give a lot of confessions and speed up things. And then after a couple of weeks, he notices that you know that the initial fire is gone, and he usually end up in a situation when he wants to get out and break up with the girl, but you know it's already a little bit too deep because he was too much all in at the very beginning. And he said that you know I was never really thinking consciously about who I would like to be with, how the girl I want to be with should be, and how should we fit. I just go with my hot head. And then after a couple of weeks, I end up in the same situation over and over again. So I think that this is really, really important to be mindful about that things that you have discovered when you were single, because I think it's extremely easy to fall back into a trap. There is a very
1: nice story showing how those things work. It is like when you are trying to learn something new or when you are trying to unlearn what you've learned, like Yoda would say. Bravo!
0: Someone (laughs) was watching Star Wars lately, was it?
1: Yes, yes. So you are kind of getting tempted more. So you can imagine like a waiter with a tray with that temptation and the waiter will probably try to come several times waving that tray in front of you, making sure that you are certainly not attracted anymore to your temptation. And I think this is what happens in life very frequently, even though we are aware and have taken a decision and don't want to do something anymore, we get this opportunity to make sure that we have fully and completely implemented the learning into a real life by encountering the same situation at least a few times more.
0: So now we will go to the uh, option number two, which obviously because of my marvelous English, I am unsure how to pronounce or phrase. Uh, exor- exercise, I would say exercise your space, but I, I wanted to make a reference to exorcisms, which means that you also have to prepare uh, not only your mental, but also maybe physical and emotional space around you for uh, for someone new if you really want to go out there again and we know monica that you want to so one of the things that came to my mind and i think uh, it came also from my personal experience is that sometimes when i was ending a relation and i was not doing that i could see that there are things around me that remind me of my former relation so for instance a good idea is to get rid of all the uh, memories from the past if you really want to close that chapter behind. So if you have any pictures on a wall hanging with your ex-boyfriend, which I don't think you do, but maybe you do, or some gifts or things that remind you of your former relationship, I think it's good to get rid of them from your home. Yeah, there is this theory that objects,
1: they also contain energy. So especially when we have some emotional attachment to those objects, and if it was a gift received from someone you had feelings for, then a part of that energy is still there. And if you keep those objects which are filled with energy from your ex-boyfriend, it could potentially be, be something that is blocking that energy around you for your new relationship. So depending on how you feel about those gifts how you feel about those things that you have received from your ex-boyfriend i have this amazing example of a very good friend of uh, me and anna who has been in a long relationship which ended And she still had some things from her ex-boyfriend in the house. They actually lived in that apartment together for a while. And she, even though a couple of years have gone by after this breakup, she was not able to kind of close that chapter. And then I was talking to her and she was telling me that she has been thinking about getting a new place for a longer while. And I had this very strong feeling that as soon as she moves, As soon as she finally buys this new house, everything will turn around. And it was so amazing because literally it was a matter of weeks. When she moved into this new place, she has left all the things from the ex-boyfriend behind, all that space she literally found a guy that she really instantly had a great connection with. It was amazing because for a couple of years-
0: She, she, she was single, right? Yeah.
1: There was nothing. She was not interested in any man. There was no connection she would even yeah. establish with another guy. So it was literally, that's how I believe it sometimes works. I really believe that those things can tie us with other people. Mm-hmm. So even though maybe it's a bit of a crazy theory That, uh, I don't know, a pillow or a teddy bear or a cup you received from your ex-boyfriend. But if you have more of those things, if you have the furnitures maybe you bought together, if you have the blankets, pillows, duvets you have been sleeping in together, if you have even those kind of like personal and intimate things like the lingerie you have received from him, if you have like a lot of those things, it is quite probable that uh, that energy is still there and ties you in some way
0: yeah i think it's not even about the energy i think on a very subconscious level the presence of the person is still with you you may not even think about it right i think i think there is something in it i if i'm to be honest i wouldn't necessarily advise maybe for you monica to sell your house or to move out not everyone can do it but even simple things like changing sheets in your bed if those are uh, sheets or covers that you were sleeping under with your former boyfriend or boyfriends or just simple things like this, I think this can really, really help. And uh, regarding the gifts, I I know that this is a controversial topic, but I remember after uh, one of the breakups I had, I had a lot of presents from my ex-boyfriend and he actually was giving me amazing presents. And those were really fantastic things. But I realized that each time I look at them, I think of him. So and I couldn't sell it and I I couldn't throw it. I, it was like I didn't felt right with it. So all I, I did, I took a box and I packed everything and I put it to the basement. Uh, we don't know how further back was your last relationship. Mm-hmm. and we don't
1: know how many things you have that could remind you or keep that energy of the ex-boyfriends, but I think it is about a ritual of setting yourself to be ready to close your past and open up for a future where you don't want to repeat the same pattern over and over again, but you want to start something completely new and fresh.
0: Yeah, I agree. And one uh, little additional note here uh, under this option, because it's about clearing the space around you emotionally and physically, is also a, I think it's a good idea before you want to enter uh, a new world or the market uh, to also make sure that you don't really keep in touch with your exes because I think it's a kind of a interesting topic. I think many people have really strong opinions about it. Some people are I think most of people actually think it's a it's not a good idea. But I thought at one point it's a good idea. But if you really want to focus on uh, your new path in life, maybe it's just better to unfollow them on social media, not to get those reminders that they are there. And um, yeah, just just to like try to totally like close those chapters in your life. Yeah, it's,
1: it's about closing that business with them. So it's a very good idea to close your business. If you feel that there is still something open and uh, you need to clear, then it's a good idea to have those final Talks with them and then, yeah, it's rarely good for the future relationship if you are keeping in a close contact with uh, your yeah. ex.
0: I- I'm not sure if there are not many people are feeling very comfortable with with that. If if you have a partner that keeps, yeah, friendship with an ex. Let's now move to the step number three, which is change your routines. So here we were thinking about the fact that you have mentioned that you had some sort of a pattern of unhappy relationships and crappy boyfriends. Now I'm showing Urbani guys, if you cannot see, and I know that you cannot see, but many times we are also finding the same type of people because we are having the same type of routine. So I don't know where were you uh, meeting your previous partners before. It could have been maybe at work or at school or maybe i don't know in a in a bar or on the night out or whatever that was i would recommend you to try something new to actually if you want to start to look for a, a new guy to date then Look in the places when before you were not looking.
1: Yeah, I think that's really a good idea for breaking the pattern. You have been meeting the same type of guys over and over again, and now you want to change it. It's a good idea to start looking in different places.
0: Yeah, I I would actually even propose something, you know, new life, new me. I would propose something that you have never done before. I don't know what be those things, Monica, because I don't know you. But for instance, maybe you have never been on a blind date. Maybe it's a time to try to go on a blind date. For instance, ask your friends to set you up with someone. Or maybe you have never used a dating app. Maybe it's time to install it and see what's out there. Or if you are using only dating apps, then maybe it's good idea to uninstall it and try to look someone more in a real life i was also thinking that it would be a great idea to sign up for some kind of a hobby because another thing the hobby group could be really something great and i think there is so many options like lately i have discovered this meetup thing because this is how we set up our own event uh, via meetup application and you can actually find a lot of groups of people who are meeting because they have a common interest in something. So it can be anything. It can be some talks or, I don't know, learning some software, cooking together, dancing. And maybe then you can find a group like this and join. Usually it's for free. And do something that you truly enjoy and you can meet some people there. And I think that uh, there is another additional benefit to that because... People who are doing things that they are truly passionate for, they have this wonderful glow and sparkle in their eyes and you just want to be around them. I think it's very, very attractive. It's very attractive and you would be then going for like-minded people. Yeah, and then we were also thinking, I think we mentioned, we were thinking about dating apps, but... Okay, guys, we will totally be honest with you. So, okay, we have not used any dating apps, but... We have friends who were using dating apps. And actually, I know people who found themselves partners and are in loving relationships and they found themselves on Tinder. And I think this is also how the world looks like right
1: now. Also, when I was talking to people at work, I was told that in Denmark, majority of more mature people, that actually more than 50% of them meet the partners on the internet. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if that data is a real one because it was just like Danish colleagues Mm -hmm. telling me at work. But it's apparently the reality in those times. People spent a lot of time on internet. Maybe it's not only data, apps maybe that's also basically dating sites
0: like yeah there are are those because you you can have a dating app like Tinder but actually I read an article lately that there are so many different dating apps and Tinder is of course one of the most famous if not the most famous but there are also those dating sites when you can you know make your profile and set up who can contact you who cannot contact you for some of them I think you even have to pay but then you have like this kind of a guarantee that your profile is not just accessible to everyone they are actually making some matchmaking and maybe they are matching some people with some profiles and then you have a higher chance to meet someone that you would really would like i never installed tinder and actually i had had couple of times this idea to install tinder but you know there were there are two stories that stopped me and i know that there is so many stories that could encourage me but one time one of my colleagues from work a girl installed tinder for fun to see how it is, you know, to check it out. She never had an account. And I think Tinder works like it looks for people that are, I don't know, 50 or 100 kilometers uh, around you. So after she installed it, Within first three or four hours, she got messages from, I think, two or three of her male colleagues, like, busted, we see you, and so on, because they all had Tinder. And she was so embarrassed, and she was like, I'm not installing this. I only wanted to see how it works. So uh, I was thinking, you know, if I would install it, and then I would suddenly see all of those profiles of of my colleagues from work, I would be like, I'm not really sure if, if I'm... Because, you know, you take your mobile with you, and then it looks for the proximity of, of people who are around you. And then, of course, if you are in the office, it will search for all the people that you know from the office who have Tinder. And unless you can switch it off, but I never really go, went that much to detail. But I also had a, like a some kind of a bad memories because I remember once I was uh, in a relation with a guy and, and it was like almost dead, but still it wasn't. And I remember how my female friend actually she came to me and she was like you know i don't know how to tell you this but i found him on this dating app and i was like oh my god and you know then you know it's like when you find someone that you like or someone that you are with on a dating app and then i got this really bad feeling about the dating apps and i was like i that's not for me that's not something for me. And then again, as I said, there were some stories that were actually pretty cool because I have a very good friend that now is in a very happy relationship and she met her boyfriend through Tinder. I have another friend who also met a couple of, couple of really cool guys via Tinder. So I think here it's a, so more like, what do you really feel about this? I'm still not totally convinced, but now when, Marta, you said that, you know, times are modern and people are searching for people via different means, that could be an option. But I think everyone has its own private attitudes towards it. Yeah, Yeah. but apps, I mean, dating apps and dating sites are not the
1: only way to meet people on the internet. I mean, right now we spend time on the internet also. It could be different types of forums or different types of... Revelation. Yeah, so you can also meet people based on your interests on the internet. Like you could uh, meet them by signing up to a real-life hobby. So it's not only the the, meeting someone on the internet is not only via an app or or a site. Because I know on on the other hand, I know a few couples that met Mm -hmm. somewhere that was not somewhere in the internet space that was not an app or a site. So there is a broad
0: sea of internet waters uh, where you can find your fish as well now when i think about it we even have a friend friend colleague that we both know and she met her now husband on the polish version of linkedin i remember that and it was years ago you know golden life okay yeah okay basically the bottom line of this option is to try new things so whatever new you can figure out just go for it because probably One of the reasons why you are maybe finding the same relationships over and over again is because you are searching in the same places. So we think it makes some sense. And now for the step number four, we have open up. And you know, it sounds kind of like ridiculous because you are ready to go out there. So obviously you are opened up mentally. But I think sometimes we are doing some things that we are totally not aware of. Like for instance I have noticed about me and I got that feedback actually from uh, some of my uh, now ex-boyfriends that I look very unaccessible. So many times when I walk somewhere I walk with my mobile because either I listen to an audiobook or to something else or I look at my mobile or I check something and uh, on other occasions when I travel by train or I go somewhere I have a book with me. I barely make any eye contact with anyone uh, and I give an impression of a very closed person. It can be just simple things that you do and you may not be aware that maybe, but maybe you don't give that kind of like an access for, or like a, you don't build a bridge for other people to access you in different places. So that's, I think that's very important. I mean, if you open up to meeting a person
1: be kind of mindful and also uh, try to look up for the guys yourself. So not only uh, mm-hmm. it can mean not only opening up meaning leaving your phone behind and being more available for a conversation in uh, in spaces where you are, but it could also mean to
0: actually opening up to asking a guy out. Yes, you can definitely invite someone out but you know, you, you can meet someone anywhere, basically, you know, and then you can just skip the moment when you will just not be mindful about being open to, to, to people around you. I, I'm just thinking about all of those friends of mine who met in a really, like, bizarre um, situations. Like, one of my friends, she got married with a guy that she was placed next to in a plane, like a total stranger. Now they are married and they have a child. Another friend of mine met uh, a guy on the airport when they were waiting for the same plane and they struck a conversation because he saw that she has a book with her that he just read. So, you know, there is so many stories like this that sometimes you just meet person randomly and then imagine if you are not like mindful about who is around you and maybe you would just miss it because you wouldn't like so- see that person. And that might have actually been the love of your life. Does but, it make any sense? It makes absolutely completely sense to me. Thank you. (laughs) And I know more of stories like this. I remember uh, I've heard even stories when people were ending really long relations because they were finally done with it and they were meeting a new person within hours. Whoa, this is really amazing. I think there is so much more in our attitude and openness and the way we approach this than it is into going to specific places or uh, installing specific dating apps. Now I think about it. It's it's maybe more about the mindset and how, how you just go out there, with what intention you go out there. I really believe that this is uh, very much on an energetic level.
1: Yeah. I've read this article once in a Polish uh, great magazine. Is that the title, The Great Magazine? No, it's a magazine that is called Zwierciadło, but I don't think that this is uh, very useful, but it's like a mirror. Anyway, I read an article where uh, one, I think it was a psychologist and he was a man, he was making a point about how do people become couples? Mm -hmm. How does it happen that... People involve themselves into relationships. And how does it happen that, for example, men choose some women for lovers? Mm -hmm. And how is it all possible that uh, people can target other people and that it's all on an energetic level? If you are closed energetically, you don't send that signal out. Mm -hmm. No one will really be able to establish that connection with you. But if you energetically open... You send that signal and it actually happens in all that area of our brain that we don't have so well recognized. It happens on this both hormonal level and intuitive level and feeling level that you establish some kind of a connection before you even start talking to someone very often. So I think this is really interesting theories. But I completely agree with that because me being married, I am completely closed energetically to meeting any men. Mm-hmm. This, this door is locked for me and I don't search. I don't meet people with whom I could potentially establish any relations. But when I think about myself and in my past, the times where I have actually been meeting the men, I was closed. even if I wanted to look for a new boyfriend. But I was actually closed because I had unresolved business with the previous boyfriend. I couldn't get it. But at the moment where I have closed all the ex business and I have opened up on this curiosity level and I was really into meeting new people and I had fun and I have left all that crap behind me, even
0: like, you know, geographically wise, it just happened instantaneously. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think that this, that we will just finish uh, with the option number five, which also have a very important ingredient. But now for all of our listeners, I would like you to try to repeat ZWIERCIADŁO. I was just dying, you know. ZWIERCIADŁO. This is how beautiful is our native language. That's That means pretty much mirror. We, we challenge you. This is your challenge of the week or two weeks. Try to repeat and for the winners we will have a small award well anyway the last one is sounds pretty like i, I don't know like it has not really much meat on a bone uh, because it's let go relax and have fun but i think it's actually the key to everything and i was thinking about it also very Uh, deeply, if you could imagine. When I was thinking about all of those ingredients, you know, you close the door for the past, you prepare yourself and you go out there. But when you are so hang up on meeting someone, first of all, there is also like this theory that you send this intense vibe of desperation. You know, if you are really trying to look for someone, if you are really trying to force it, then people can sense your desperation. And that is totally turning off, if you know what I mean. An example, because of course we can go to the energetical level, which maybe it's not so convincing to many people, but the first thing is imagine that you are Marta meeting a guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Try to imagine that you are meeting a guy or try to put yourself 15 years back when you were still, you know, single or in between relationships. And you meet someone, you go with him on a date And then that person, I don't know, starts to like really text you or speed up things way faster Then, of course, you know, there is no definition of way faster. Because I know also couples who just hit it off on a first date, big love, and they were on the same frequency. But most of people, um, I think they, they like to feel comfortable. And there are some other people who can like really like push for a relationship. And not necessarily because they found someone great, but they really want to be in a relationship. And I think that this might happen to a lot of people who are getting back on the market because they really don't want to be single anymore. So they will try to like do too much too fast and they might scare some people away. And I think the question here is to ask, am I really going for a... A relationship am I going for a specific person do I want to just have a boyfriend for the sake of having a boyfriend I think those are very important questions to ask and I think that this is this is what it means and also to enjoy and relax like when you will get your first date finally when you will meet someone special just try to be excited about a date not about necessarily a guy itself the whole experience I think then you are bringing totally different attitude, you know, into a whole meeting.
1: Yeah, I think for me, if I try to think about those kind of things, because we have talked about it before, and I think it is about being on the same frequency, because we were discussing that a guy, two guys can do exactly the same activity towards yeah. you and whether it's talking or whether it's cute and romantic depends on your feelings towards them exactly so i don't think this is necessarily so much about how fast or slow you take the things yeah. it's about meeting the person with whom you are on the same frequency but yet still i completely agree with you that it is simply about enjoying the experience, having fun, and approaching it as if you are meeting the new human being. That it's not that every single guy you meet or every single date you have, that is about meeting the one, the love but of your life. Yeah. And it has to turn into a relationship. Exactly. So I think this, this is this part that I really believe in. So it is about just simply opening up into this experience. It's not always comfortable if it's like you're coming back, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to you're trying it again and you are starting the dating thing. For some people, it's actually not all that exciting. Some people actually struggle with that journey. But if you just try to think, what's the worst thing that can happen? I'm just going to meet a person. If we don't hit it off, I have learned something. I know that I have met not my kind of guy, but you may meet a good friend. You may meet a person who can tell you a cool joke or whatever. So if you open up on simply, you know, meeting another human being, having a nice time, learning something new, you take off that pressure from yourself as well.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's also about the pressure and not to try to make a, a relationship out of any meeting, you know, because then people like to be surrounded, at least this is my personal theory and i think it's pretty universal we like to be surrounded with relaxed nice people and not with stressed people who are maybe just forcing something on us i i know what you were saying about this i think it's the dobler and damler syndrome from how i met your mother and we wrote about it when we were solving the challenge with the persistent admirer remember mm-hmm. and yes i totally 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 agree that the same gesture done by a guy that you find cute and by a guy that you are not interested in, even if the gesture is exactly the same, you might find it stalkerish or absolutely adorable. But I think sometimes we are losing a little bit of this because I was thinking first of all about this friend of mine was telling me you know that uh, he was uh, getting hot-headed very fast for the girls and then he was regretting but i also had once a situation when i started to date a guy that i really really like i really liked him but at one point he started to speed up some of course you know it was speeding up more like with some talks and stuff but i suddenly felt slightly cornered it was too fast for me and I still liked him, I was still going out with him, but you know, it, I started to ask myself questions. Does he really wants to be with me or does he feel like it's, you know, his time to be in a relationship because the things he's saying don't match the timeline of how long we are meeting. So, you know, this was kind of like my personal insight on this case. But I think that the bottom line is to indeed relax, have fun, trying to be mindful about it, and, you know, love is a really magical thing. Sometimes you just meet the love of your life and I will repeat it again on a gas station, randomly.
1: woo Has everyone heard that? To the gas
0: station, guys! And I think that, yeah, if you are just open, have fun with it, the right guy will come. And I really totally agree with you and I would say, Really, don't worry about if you are taking it too fast or taking it too slow. Yeah, that might be my own personal bias here. I I totally agree. because Because now when I think about it with another guy, like if I would have it, maybe I wouldn't find it so disturbing. You are absolutely right. I think it's about matching to people. Yeah. I am thinking that if you meet the right guy at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think you are right. But I think you also have to be mentally
1: ready for it. I'm thinking if that being too fast or too slow. It's very interesting topics. We won't be able to find the answer here. Mm -hmm. I am thinking about this timing. Timing and
0: maybe it's not so much about how fast, how slow. Maybe it's about how open you are and how sync you are with that person. Because now when I think about it, uh, our common friend now started to date a guy and she's really happy with him. She knows him for... Six years. Yeah. They, they, They were passing each other by at work in the corridor for six years saying just hi, good morning. They have never, she have never thought of him in that way. And then a time has come and they managed to talk a little bit. And suddenly, boom, they are together. And it's it's unbelievable. When they met, they were both in relationships. They never thought about each other. It was just a regular dude on a corridor at the workplace. And sometimes maybe you are just meant to be with someone or that sp- person could be your special person, but the timing is wrong. And you know, I really want to give like a, a something like a solid, but actually love is a really mysterious thing. I think you have to be ready. I think you have to be willing, relax and open and send a good energy. But there is a lot of things that are happening, like in a background that we are unable to grasp it, you know, the timing, the synchronicity, a person you know, you don't know. I think it all just comes out exactly as it is supposed to come out. Yeah, but I still think that you can do certain things to to prepare yourself and
1: definitely closing your unresolved issues with ex-boyfriends, clearing your space around you, both emotionally and physically. I think this is an important part
0: of opening up to a new relationship. So still you can do something and good luck in doing that. Yes, good luck. And I think also changing, you know, changing a little bit of your routine and going into new things, new places and and just doing things differently. Not saying moving to another country like Marta, but this definitely also is is something that we could recommend. So... Thank you so much for sending uh, your challenge to us. And we hope that your love is just around the corner. For sure it is. For sure someone is around the corner, Monica, And we hope it's your Chandler. And if you would like to give us feedback, if you found this useful, then we would love... Bye! Bye, guys! That's all folks, you are listening to You've Got 5 Options podcast, where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit our website and submit your challenge
1: or comment at other people's challenges at you'vegot5options.com. This is www.yovegot5options.com. as a number options.com. Remember that our next challenge will be available on Tuesday, but in two weeks. Next week will be about quitting smoking. Mark has tried doing that several times before, but he was always coming back to the habit. Habits, they are quite difficult to break, so if you have a habit, that you would like to stop doing basically, you need to join us in two weeks. Yes, remember, it will be in two weeks from now and on. And if you like what you've heard, please make sure that you leave us a review on iTunes. That's all folks.